Hello, and welcome to Make It Clear, a conversational podcast about all things related to water and wastewater. I'm your host, Angela Bounds, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Rapp. In each episode, we'll tackle a relevant topic with facts and expert opinions and make things clear. Hello, welcome back. Today, Sean and I are going to be chatting about another topic related to wastewater, just the two of us. We're going to talk about record keeping. And I know record keeping, it's one of those things that none of us likes to do. It's not most people's on on the list of fun things that they right. enjoy, <laughs> <laughs> but it is necessary. Yeah, absolutely necessary. So, hello, Sean. Hey, thank you for always doing this with me. Yeah, you bet. This is fun. So, let's talk about record keeping. This will probably be short, sweet, simple. But it's important. It's yeah. like everything else. If you have a, if you have any appliance, washer, dryer, your car, you keep records for that car. So let's talk about who should be keeping records. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Cause I think this is going to be one that's aimed specifically at certain job functions. Right. And so I think this is probably a, Probably a good thing to start out with. Yeah. So who should keep records? Everybody should probably keep records, right? <laughs> to some so, extent. To some extent. So as a homeowner, you should keep records of things that you are aware of that have happened to your system, just mm -hmm. like you would keep a record of a repair or purchase to your washer or dryer. Mm -hmm. Oil changes for your car. Oil changes for your car. You keep all those records. You get any service done to your vehicle. You typically keep those records. Mm -hmm. So as a homeowner, keep the records, keep the receipts, keep the records, know what's been done to your system in case you have to take it to somebody else. I think a lot, some of us, most of us have been in that situation with a vehicle where you've had work done to it in one place something starts to go wrong again, you end up at another place and it's great to have the records. Mm -hmm. Same thing with your septic system. Installers. Installers should keep records, what they've done, what they've put where, etc. Most of the information that we talk about today will pertain to service providers more than anything. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that touch your system the most and should have extensive records. We keep records of everything, every system that goes out, every system that's ever been shipped. Mm -hmm. We keep records of it. So, and the state keeps records, no matter what state you're in, the state keep rec keeps records of what you've got, where it's at. They're probably actually a little more particular about that than any of the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why should you keep records? You want to field that one, Sean? Yeah. Keeping records is a really great idea for the homeowner, number one, because now you can go back and know when your system was last serviced. You can keep record of who did the servicing, what was done, mm -hmm. when it was done, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so that may be something you would want to pass along to, say, a buyer if you're selling your home. Right. And they know what's been done to the system as well. Yeah. 
if you are the installer, you'd want to keep records for any warranty issues. If you offer a warranty or if there's any kind of a warranty that's offered on the system, mm-hmm. you'd want to keep records of what was installed, where it was installed, when it was installed, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And then if you are the service provider, you have probably the most responsibility in keeping records, mm-hmm. not only for knowing where things are at or who owns the system, mm-hmm. but to comply with state regulations or local regulations as well. Because yep. you may have to keep certain records such as any labs that were done, that kind of thing. So there's actually a bigger list of things you should keep records of than I originally had thought about. And right. so So let's get into that. Let's get yeah. into what records are we keeping and why. Exactly. And probably it's, who it <laughs> pertains to the most. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting when you talk about homeowners and them keeping records. I received a call from a relative Hmm. who had a service provider out who told them that they needed new filters. Oh, that's interesting. New effluent filters. And they called me and it would have been the second time that they've replaced them. And I said, do you have a picture? Right. Can you send me a picture? Because there are no moving parts in that. Right. Product. Like zero moving parts. Yeah. Shouldn't have to replace it. Was something broken? No, no. Send me a picture. And it's things like that, right? He had the Mm -hmm. records, the order number, everything. I could see me working in the company. I can tell by the logo (laughs) when it was. (laughs) Exactly. Or at least as old as it could possibly be, mm-hmm. right? So because he had records and was able to tell me exact dates, I was like, "Yeah, no, that's that's not what's happening." Yeah, that's it's not broken. You don't you don't need to pay for new filters. Yeah, let me talk to your service provider. Do X, Y, and Z, and and you'll be fine. Just don't right. don't call the guy back to do that, and let's find you a new guy because because <laughs> that's not what was going on. But, right. Just an illustration of why records are so important. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. So what records should be kept? Let's let's start there. You bet. So, I think one of the most important ones when they talk about service providers is keeping the information on the system itself, where it's located mm-hmm. and what it consists of are probably yeah. the, just the real basic ones, but real Good tip for service providers is do not file the system under the owner's name because property changes hands, can be sold back and forth, so on. And so yeah. it's going to change owners. Your best bet to keep you from having to keep editing those <laughs> records, mm-hmm. that information, those records is keep it filed by either address or plot number right. from the county. And that will help you a lot. Yeah. Know where your system's at. Yeah. Know where it, just know where it's at. So for the homeowner, know where it's at. Mm-hmm. Right. Service providers and installers should always know where it's at also. Yeah. Hopefully the installer knows. I mean, they're the ones that put it there, but. Right. <laughs> if they don't know, then there's a problem. There's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Something else that didn't really think about until I was reading through some of our documentation would be to keep the startup checklist or forms. Mm-hmm. When the system is first started up, if you were the person that started it up or or the service provider, the first service provider on the system, 
mm-hmm. it's a good idea to keep a copy of that startup checklist and, or form just yeah. so that you know what was done before the system even started up. Yeah. Yeah. So that you have that information. Yeah. Just to know. Mm-hmm. You know, some sometimes someone will come out to your house and it's uh, it's important for you to know what's out there. Right. You don't have to know how it works. You don't have to know the ins and outs, but mm. knowing what's out there, knowledge is power. Right. You know, had my family member had the knowledge, they wouldn't have bought new filters a few years ago. Right. Because they were clogged up. This is not, no. So a list of components and locations is also really important mm-hmm. for everybody. Just know what's there. Yeah. Know what's in and there. And to note on that too, just kind of a little addendum. If you have access to what the system settings were, in other words, what the float settings were when they were originally mm. done, if there's floats right. in the system, mm-hmm. if there's a like a, some kind of a return valve or something that has to be set at a certain elevation, mm-hmm. noting what that elevation is in the tank, yep. mm-hmm. any timer settings for the panel, if there are any, if, the, yep. if there's a panel in the system. So in, making note of any of those kinds of things that are important so that if you need to replace a part or something, you know what to replace it with and where to put it. Yep, exactly. This one I thought was kind of kind of a good idea, and that's to take photos of the completed installation mm-hmm. so that you have, number one, a record of the condition that it was left in when you right. first started it up. Yep. And number two, it's a photograph of all the components that are in the system, yep. that are, especially those that are visible, so that you know where and what. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, exactly. For everybody, mm-hmm. installer or the operator and the homeowner. Yeah. Right. So when you go back to look at it, y- you know what it's supposed mm-hmm. to look <laughs> Right. <laughs> what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> All right. Call records. Yep. And just as a, an aside, we actually keep records of all the calls that we do. Mm hmm. And just so that we can go back, if somebody calls back and says, hey, mm-hmm. there's this issue is happening yep. again, we know what they're talking about, number one. So it's just as important for service providers and any installers that, mm-hmm. mostly for service providers, but also for installers, mm-hmm. to keep a record of any calls from customers yep. so that they can use that as historical data and go back if they have to. Well, and you can't, so... We are all human. Right. And as much as we'd like to think that we we can remember everything, we can't. Right. It's just not, you just can't. So it's great mm-hmm. to keep those call logs, records of calls for each individual site, especially if an issue has arisen or somebody calls you, you go out on service. You can go back and always look at your records. Mm-hmm. And if you have a call record, you'll be able to reference it, not up in your brain. Yep. But actually on paper, snapshot of time, yep. and you'll be able to just see. So what was going on in April of last year? Right. I know that a lot of things have happened between between April 2022 and April 2023. Yep. And I can't remember them all. So call logs. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And one of the other things, too, would be if you've got more than one person that works in your office that mm-hmm. takes calls. Yep. So if somebody else took care of an issue and they don't note it in yeah. the log, then you may not know about it or have any clue of what they're talking about. So Yeah. Who did they speak with? 
mm-hmm. you know, and that depending on the size of your business, the person may or may not be there still, you right. know, people, people change jobs all the time. Mm-hmm. So do a call log. Right. Yeah. Record of alarms. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a good one too. Cause if, especially if they have a telemetry system on their, mm-hmm. uh, or a telemetry panel on their system that you get notifications for if you're a service provider. Yep. Keeping notification or keeping notes on mm-hmm. any alarms that happen. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just that way you can go back and say, this person's had this alarm X number of times. Maybe there's an issue we need to look at. Mm-hmm. All right. So, site visits. We have what are called FMRs or field maintenance reports. Mm-hmm. We have a form that you can use. It's kind of a checklist of things that you're going to look at when you visit the system. Is it in working order? What were the timer settings when you got out there this time? Make sure that everything is in order. And I would, I would think, I don't, I don't know for sure, but I would think that other manufacturers out there have something similar. Yeah. Forms or reports that, that can help guide you through the maintenance of a system. And they can be invaluable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For an operator, especially. Yeah. If nothing else, it gives you a good checklist to make sure you don't forget something while you're out there. Yeah. It, it gives you a checklist of things to check. It gives you a place to indicate if if a part needed replaced, mm-hmm. if there were any actions taken. Say you go out and you find a bad float. It happens. So let's yep. go bad. You get out to the site. You've got your field maintenance report. You're filling out your FMR. You come up to checking the floats. You determine that you've got a bad float. It's got a place there for you to put in replaced float, blah, blah, blah. Replaced high-level alarm float Mm -hmm. due to chattering, something of that nature. It gives you a place to record that. Yeah. And any maintenance that's performed. So... If you have to clean your filters, your effluent filter or pump vault filter, or if you have to, if you're out doing routine maintenance on Advantex and your sheets, mm-hmm. gives you a place to put that too. Yep. Those forms mm-hmm. are super handy. Yeah. Yeah. Then you can reference it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a good idea to take pictures again if you change mm-hmm. anything or if you go out there and something doesn't look right. Take mm-hmm. pictures of it. Right. One tip that I had heard recently that I absolutely love is before you leave the site, make sure you take pictures of any lids that are on the that system to make secured. sure they are secured because yeah. you secured them mm-hmm. and you have a record now, a digital record that you actually did secure those lids. So yeah. if anything were to come up, you mm-hmm. have that record that covers you. Yeah. And, you know that you've secured and it's a mm-hmm. good check, right? Good, a good check and yeah. balance. You just get in the habit of clicking a quick picture. Mm-hmm. The picture takes five seconds to take. Yep. It's not, you've already got your phone there. Everybody's running around with phones. Yep. There are very few people that ha- don't have, don't have access to a one. cell phone to take pictures yeah. with. Snap a picture of the lids. It's a yep. great psychological trick, right? It's right. that it's that reminder. Oh, I got to take a picture of the lids. Oh no, I I didn't put the bolts back in. Or that's right, I don't ever forget those bolts. I will that's right. take a picture of that right now. 
Well, it protects the system owner too, because now mm -hmm. you know that you've secured the system and made it safe. Right. So Right. It gives them that peace of mind. Yeah. Um, at the site visit, you're also going to want to record any samples that you've taken. Mm -hmm. So whether you've used the test strips to test for pH or, you know, they've got nitrogen strips. Mm -hmm. They've got strips for a variety of things. If you've done strip tests or if you've taken samples that you're going to send off to the lab, yep. just make note of it just so that it's in there. Mm -hmm. What sample you took, when you what took sample, it. What sample, what time, mm -hmm. what it was for. Yep. Which leads us into lab reports. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of places have regulatory requirements that systems meet a certain limit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whether that's, you know, BOD, biochemical oxygen demand or nitrogen mm -hmm. or yeah. whatever that happens to be. A lot of places do require some lab testing sampling. on the system, mm -hmm. lab sampling. So yeah, any lab reports you get back from the samples you've taken, you want to file those away in the system as well yep. after you've yep. reported anything to the homeowner or the system owner. Keep a copy. Yep. Make sure that you have a copy, get a copy to the homeowner potentially just to show them that the system is working correctly. Mm -hmm. And you'll need to send a copy of that off to mm -hmm. the regulatory agency as well. Yeah, which kind of takes us into the regulatory reports. Exactly. So different jurisdictions have different requirements for reporting. So always keep a copy of that report. I have, we've received many a phone calls from people who have filed FMRs digitally with us mm -hmm. and then sent their copy to their regulatory body and all of a sudden received a letter saying you never sent in your report and yep. there they were with no no paperwork right so keep a copy yep. make sure you have a copy of what you've sent so you don't have to piece it back together should it get things get lost in the mail still yes it, yes they do <laughs> it's a thing it <laughs> it's, it's still a thing it sounds like the dog ate my homework but it's not like <laughs> things legitimately get lost in the mail or even get lost on somebody's desk. Sure. It, it happens. People lose paperwork. Yep. Keep a copy. Keep a copy for your records. And then last, contracts. So mm -hmm. especially on the service provider and the homeowner side, typically there will be a contract between the homeowner and the service provider. And you should both have copies yep. of that contract. Good information to keep. Yeah. If you sign anything, if you sign on the dotted line, keep a copy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a very reasonable thing. Again, like that's our list, but I can't stress enough how important it is to keep these records. You know, we always, we always joke that you can't flesh and forget. Right. Right. And this is part of it. If you did major maintenance on your vehicle or replaced a timing belt or did any any number of things to your car, you're not going to just throw that that receipt away. You're right. going to keep it for your records. Yep. Same goes for your septic system. Keep it for your records so you know. Yep, absolutely. And you never know, you could save your own bacon in the process. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. All right. Anything else to add, Sean? Oh, I think that pretty much covers it. Uh, All it was right. A good, good conversation. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, and uh, we hope you stay tuned. 
we want to thank you again for joining us today. Before you go, don't forget to subscribe where you listen to podcasts so you're notified when new episodes are posted. Also, you can leave your comments or suggestions through the contact link on our website, www.arenco.com. Until next time, have a great day.